Welcome to Activations with JJ, where we explore this amazing time of shift, ascension, and spiritual awakening with open minds and expanded hearts. Thanks for joining me on this incredible journey. Hello, everybody. I'm so excited to be here for my first episode of season three. It's so crazy to think that I've already done two seasons and here I am starting up again. Took a little break, but I'm really, really glad to be back with you to co-create with you and to share some thoughts and some insights I've had over the last couple of weeks. So to get started, I have gone on to another kick of reading Dolores Cannon again, and I've been reading The Convoluted Universe Book 3, which I highly recommend. One of my favorite things about her books is that it gives you a lot of different people's um, input. So she's not, Dolores Cannon isn't just sitting there writing her thoughts or her channeling or whatever. She's actually getting, she's just taking and using the transcriptions from some of her sessions and some of the information that these people share. And it's, it's just incredible to read It gives so much perspective. One of the things, well, I would say the majority, but I actually don't know because I don't, I wasn't Dolores and I don't know her clients, but I would say a lot of times she mentions how her clients come to her and they are just with a burning question and they come to her to do the QHHT, which is the quantum healing hypnosis technique. And she does, um, originally started doing past life regression with that. But if you've gotten into it a little bit, you might know that people don't always regress to past lives when they talk about things. They go to like parallel lives or things that are occurring at the same time. But a lot of the people come in and they just, they tell her their kind of life stories beforehand before she does the hypnosis. She gets to know them and they ask her to find out what their purpose is. Like a lot of them are wandering around like they know they have a purpose, but they're not 100% sure Uh, what it is. And so one of the questions that they always want her to ask once she accesses like the subconscious is what's my purpose for being here? So many, many, many people that she has worked with, um, they actually are told that they are just, that they're just meant to be, to exist here on this planet in a physical body and to that their vibration is just enough. They don't actually have to do anything in particular. Uh, but I was just reading uh, a section that really, I don't know, usually when I know I'm supposed to share something on the pack podcast, Spirit will be like, okay, mark that section and then share it on the podcast. <laughs> so it's talking about the shift and the new earth and the volunteers who came, the people who came to share their light and to share their vibration and their energy at this time where there's a balance that needs to come into play on the planet. And um, Dolores asked this person um, about the changes, and she says that we're moving to new frequencies and vibrations. And the subconscious, or maybe the higher self is another way you could look at it, of this person says, that's correct. Do you have questions? So then we open it up to what's going to happen here? How is this transition going to look? And the... um, And Dolores Cannon asks the person, I've been told a great deal of information, like everything is speeding up and the vibrations and frequencies of our whole dimension are changing. Is that correct? And then 
the person that answers her with kind of this statement about there being a lot of turbulence, a lot of turmoil, but it sh- but she says, there will be need for your stability and all of those who are here because people will be lost and confused and in much pain. And then Dolores wants to know if, um, if there's going to be like violent earth changes, maybe probably thinking earthquakes or storms. And the person says, situations caused by humans and situations caused by earth changes. So we realize it's not just like natural disaster. There's actually stuff going on. And the coming through of new energies and beings that humans are not accustomed to seeing. That could possibly mean interdimensional appearance, appearances of interdimensional beings, extraterrestrials, however you want to say that, UFO sightings. Uh, the person that's under hypnosis then again says, this will cause a lot of chaos and only those who are understanding what is transpiring will be able to stay calm and be a reassurance to those who are in confusion because uh, I've I've heard her say in other books that the interdimensional beings say there's been a lot of times that we've wanted to appear or to come and visit to impart knowledge to you, but at this current state of the earth, there, it's just not possible because of the reaction. There's so much fear, and the fear has created a, a situation where, I mean, I don't even have to tell you guys this, but look at all the movies, right? Like there's very few movies. I've talked about one of them. Um, there was a movie with Amy Adams, and I I can never remember the name of it. It's it's about um, linguistics and about meeting with these alien pods that, that come down. And, of course, the human's first reaction when something weird happens is that they, they see something and then they try to shoot the aliens. And so, anyway, and Amy Adams knows that all they need to be able to do is communicate with them, so... That's probably why so many of them haven't appeared and haven't come to us um, in the physical. That a lot of, I've read just a second ago that they're always up in the atmosphere, that they're always here watching over us in a helpful way. Dolores Cannon, if, if, if you have uh, personal fears surrounding extraterrestrials, I highly suggest you read uh, Dolores Cannon's works. Legend of Star Crash, I think, is one of them. I'm trying to think if there's other ones that have to do with extraterrestrials, but her whole philosophy, if you read through any of her books, is that they're here to be friendly, they're here to help us, and so um, there's no need to be worried about it. If you personally can come to a place where you're able to hold that belief, then you will be able to calm other people when sightings start happening more and interaction interactions start happening more that uh, as a light worker that it's our role to do these things and um moving on into the into this little section of the book it also talks about um calm, keeping calm and it says that it's easy to theorize about things until the situation's in the physical and then the physical body needs to be prepared to handle the shifts of energy and the shock that comes with the process of change. I think this book was written in like 2007 and I want you guys to keep that in mind because which I should I should look it up but I I'm not going to skim over that or I'm not going to go into that right now because I don't want to get off on a tangent but it was at least I don't know 10-15 years ago that this book was written. And I just want you to think about that for a second and maybe ask where we're at in this. 
uh, the, the person, the subconscious of the person keeps saying, one thing is to feel you can understand what is happening. Another is to be in the midst of chaos and keep yourself calm when it's happening. And that really hit home for me when I read, when I read that just a few days ago, because we're in the midst. I'm recording this at the end of October, 2020. There's so much chaos with COVID-19, with the elections coming up in the United States of America. And basically, I just want to read that to you again. One thing is to feel you can understand what is happening. Another is to be in the midst of chaos and keep yourself calm when it's happening. <laughs> so ponder that. And Dolores says, that's difficult for humans, isn't it? <laughs> and the person says it's difficult. But it's it's helpful to practice and focus on it. Um, when you're in the physical, you can transmit cal the calm. Because there are other energies here. There are angelic energies. There are straight from source there are other interdimensional energies, beings you can't see with your eyes that can also transmit calm. But something about, I read, I don't know, a little bit later on in the book, I read about how important it is that you're in the physical. It actually might be right here in this section. I'll see if I can fast forward up to where that point is. But I really wanted to show you that with you guys, how important it is um, for people to have a body for the soul aspect that is inhabiting our bodies to be here and that the mission can only be completed, that the duties and the tasks that are done um, to bring a higher level of energy into the earth can only be done, well, are done more effectively when we have a physical body. And as all of you know, the fact that you have a physical body also creates a veil and it creates emotions and maybe DNA that you've got going on from ancestors that you're having to over, sort of deal with as you do this. And so there's some definite sort of roadblocks with that, that if you realize that they're there, um, can be identified and overcome. So I think that's important for me to share with you. But uh, basically it says, this is like, this is the part that really got to me because I was like, oh, wow. So Dolores says, will the other people like the people in fear, will they listen to us? Okay, so she's asking, like, will they listen to us? And this subconscious says, well, it's not up to you to decide. It's up to you to make sure you have the tranquility and the grounded energy for those who want to listen to you. And I was like, oh, wow. That's true. Very, very true. You have to maintain a level of calm in the midst of madness. And then the subconscious goes on to say, this particular person who I'm speaking through, had a very chaotic childhood, but was able to maintain calm in the midst of madness and learned how to do it through her childhood. So I want you guys to think about that for a second. If you've had a rough life, if you've had a rough upbringing, just think about what that has trained you to be able to do during this time of shift. During this time of shift. Um, then she goes on to talk about the fact that people will choose... She talks about it in the fact that there'll be two, kind of like two earths, which I know that's a really simplistic way. And I've talked about that. It's a lot more complex than that. But for the, for our purposes here, I'll just go ahead and say like, she talks about the one earth that's going to remain and the other one that's going to shift up. And everybody will have a choice which one they want to go through. Um, it's really fascinating because there was this whole section and it talks about 
um, the chaos, the madness of the people running around because what's going to happen is all of their illusions are going to be shattered. Um, in other words, they like many, it's, it's kind of like COVID-19, you know, fear has, it talks about fear has always been in people because that's how most, if not all the societies of this world have functioned for many years because fear is the way that they have maintained power and almost everyone in this world is in fear. There are different levels of fear, but these changes in the technology has allowed everybody to create or to communicate freely has caused a great deal of concern for those in power because now the fear is vanishing. Um, just let that soak in for a second. And so it continues to talk about the people in power. And then Dolores says, so people are beginning to think for themselves, right? They're not just going with that. And so it's interesting because she's talking about how the people in power are pushing really hard to try to slow down the ascension and slow down this process. And they're going to push and push and go to every extreme until things get really difficult. And many people will not be prepared for that edge that they're pushing for. And Dolores Cannon says, is war one of the things? And this one hit me really hard. And I'm just going to leave it right here, this next statement. And I'm not going to really say a ton because you'll get it. But the subconscious says, the war, absolutely the wars, and also their diseases that they scare people with. And Dolores says, these diseases are not really there, are they? And the subconscious says they can be, they can be if people choose to allow those energies to enter into their body. But for the most part, they are only in the energetic fields. And like anything else that's talked about or thought about, it can become a reality in the physical. And then she says, yes, um, if enough people accept it as their reality. And then the subconscious says, but the diseases are extremely blown out of proportion and they are not epidemics as they are portrayed to be. The media and the movies are showing you their desperation as they insist in presenting to the masses information that is completely negative and fear-based. That's something I'm just going to leave right there. So, the bottom line is, think for yourself. Research and get information from yourself. Check in with your higher self. And I think more than anything else, the bottom line would, from just this little snippet that I've shared with you, is to um, make sure that you are living out of, not living out of fear, I guess, not living out of fear. Um, I think that would probably be the most important thing to emphasize to you is maintain the calm in the chaos. By the way, I just, I got a second now and I looked up the printing of the book, 2008. 12 years ago. Very, very fascinating. Pick it up. It's the Colum the Convoluted Universe book three. You can go straight to that section I was talking about. I'm like in, just so you know, like if you actually go look for this book and you want to write this down, I'm kind of like on page 519. If you want to read it, there's more. There's like a ton more stuff that I didn't say um, that I'd highly recommend you reading it. Because I do, I do feel the same. I feel like everybody should be um, checking in and, and figuring out for themselves. But also what helps me personally is spending, I've been really felt, felt drawn to be meditating more often. 
And I think as our bodies shift, that it's important for us to um, take that time, take that rest, and live. Don't live on the adrenaline rush that the rest of the world is in because there's something about the chemical there, the chemicals and everything that are that are preventing our bodies from shifting and preventing our bodies from shifting into a higher vibration physically. Um, we can do it energetically too, inside out and outside in, right? We can do all the ways we can. But uh, there's... When I give myself a lot of input that's negative, maybe news, media-oriented, I find myself my whole body will begin to vibrate at that level in other ways. And so I think it's wise to consider what you consume. Consider what you consume. That sounds like a really good meme for my Instagram. And by the way, the best way to communicate with me if you have any questions about this episode is through my Instagram. It's at jjmindbody. I would love to hear from you there. Just want to put in a little plug for that. And as always, you can direct message me there to schedule a session. There are future episodes that I want to kind of uh, uh, con like continue this conversation, but also share with you some other insights I received while I was reading the book three, Dolores Cannon, a convoluted universe book three, that I think are really impactful and can be somewhat of a key to our, to our, uh, to more easily ascending and transitioning. So I'll try to make a note to remind myself that's going to be the topic of my next episode. And there's, there's a huge, I think, need for people to, people, a lot of us feel sort of help, like helpless a little bit. Um, I think we can get into that because the collective is kind of putting out that energy too, like help, like there's no hope, hopeless and helpless. And I feel like really strongly like that people need to realize that as structures begin to crumble, I don't want to say crumble, that sounds so dramatic, but as structures begin to dissolve, or the illusion of structures, of power structures, begin to dissolve, we need to learn to look for wisdom and guidance within ourselves. And we need to look for wisdom and guidance um, through our higher self. And we need to learn how to access that more easily because uh, that's an unlimited source of wisdom as it is directly connected to source energy. And the perspective we can be given through our higher self is just incredible. I've just did some work today with someone where typically when we're tapping into an energy, like say for instance, we tap into somebody's guides and then we start to channel the guides, me or the person I'm working on will start to channel the guides. Uh, that's kind of what we do and then we're done. The, this particular case today, I feel like I was being guided and led in a different way to access different aspects of their soul 
that were complementary and that were more holistic. It was kind of like a holistic approach to channeling what that person needed. So I think that's a great definition of it. Yeah, holistic. Um, so that's, yeah, maybe I will do another episode too that kind of does like lead you through the same type of meditation that I did or the same type of activity that I did. So I really appreciate you guys joining me for this episode. I, I did miss creating them these last couple weeks, but I was doing some really awesome inner work stuff and making some big shifts. And I am just, I have so much gratitude for the technology that we have to spread this knowledge and this light and these expanding ideas. And I have so much gratitude for you being willing to receive it and also say to you that I receive the uh, co-creation, the energy of co-creation that you also transmit back to me. As always, I, I honor you and I acknowledge the light in you and the light in me honors the light in you. Namaste.